UMGoBlue.com. By fans, for fans. Since 1999. What are your thoughts on ever having multiple quarterbacks play regularly? Uh, I think that's uh, you can do that. You know, at times there are different packages and things. Uh, you know, going into a football game, you're always trying to look for the best way to attack the defense. And uh, if that's something that presents a, a problem for the team that you're playing, then that's, that could be an option. And what do you think about this ball, that being an option? I don't know yet. So, so early in camp. We're still putting this thing together and putting the offensive concepts together and things we're doing. So we'll, we'll see as we go. Jim talked about maybe 10 practices or so to decide to really know on a quarterback. How about offensive line? How long into camp do you have you – is it before you get a good sense of that? It just, it just depends, you know. It could be practice 10, it could be practice 12. I mean, we just put pads on yesterday and things change when we put pads on. Um, you know, when the competition of hitting and the physicality and moving people off the ball and and things moving faster. So, um, you just as we go, we'll make that decision. Obviously, you want to get the right five and the right quarterback, but is there an urgency to do it quicker so that they can kind of solidify themselves and get used to being that lead person in that role? You know, it's, it, it comes a point in time, yeah, you have to make the decision, uh, but you never want to rush into making a decision. Uh, you, you know, as a coaching staff, we want to feel good about who the best starters are and who the best 11 are. So, I mean, we'll come to that point when we will. But we're not going to rush into it and feel like ah, we got to make it right now. I mean, we're we're still putting in concepts and we're evolving and and creating an identity about ourselves. So it's something that it, as we go, we'll, we'll figure it out. Where do you think Mason will play this year? That's a great question. You know, Mason's a very very talented athlete, great offensive lineman. Um, we're just kind of moving the deck around inside, and uh, we'll see how it all shakes out. But. Uh, He's a guy that can play all five positions. I mean, that's how talented he is and did a great job this summer leading these guys and great mindset and, and just got a, an eye of a tiger, man. He wants to be the best, which is awesome. How deep of a rotation would you plan, if, if all things being equal, uh, with an offensive line you know, on, on a regular game day? Uh, usually, I mean, you want, you want to find the, the best sixth, seventh, and eighth lineman, you know, to help out. You want to have a guy to be able to swing tackle, a guy inside to play center guard, you know, and, and uh, another guard or possibly tackle. So, you know, it's it's six, seven, eight deep. How do you split the snaps among the quarterbacks? Uh, you know, we just kind of rotate through. We go through the practice and say, hey, we're going to get put this guy in this, these four plays and these four plays and these four plays. And it's equally divided. Uh, no favoritism. It's, hey, we're rolling the balls out. We'll see who the best guys are. So can you just kind of athletic options at, at right tackle with Juwan? And I know John... Uh, one of the more athletic linemen that you guys have. Can you kind of just describe that right tackle position a little bit? Yeah, Juwan and then Nolan's over there. John Runyon can work over there. you got Andrew Stuber, uh, Chuck Filiaga. Um, we have some guys, you know, to work with there. Uh, we feel good about all of them. As we progress through, we'll see, you know, how they understand the offense and if they can think quickly on their feet and their physicality and things. But, um, you know, it's just it's kind of rotation. Maybe it's somebody else swinging over there. You know, it's so early. Uh, but we feel very, very good about the guys that we have. We feel very good about their athleticism. 
uh, and, and what they did over the summer and things, and they understand what we're trying to do, so we're excited about it. It's still early, but obviously with practice and stuff, but is there, is there anything that you, that you notice different about John or Juwan specifically coming into this year? I, you know, just, um, you know, the point is their number's getting called, so there's nobody in front of them, you know, so it's, uh, you know, they have a, a desire to be good. It's, it's, you know, they're really trying to be on point, and, and I think it's a maturity getting older in the program, um, and it's their time. It's their time to, uh, to be a starter here at Michigan and uh, to play at this great institution. So, I mean, it's, it's an exciting time. Thoughts on what Beth Hamilton brings to the mix on your side of the ball? Outstanding football coach. Uh, you know, just just love Pep. Love Pep who he is. Uh, very knowledgeable. Uh, Non-ego guy. Just, uh, just I mean, just ideas, collaborations. Um, you know, just, uh, I, think, I think the world of Pep. Pep's a great man, great father. Uh, really excited to have him. I'm, thank, I'm thankful that he's here. Really am. How has Michael Anwenu looked at? Obviously, you guys had a goal for him this yeah. season. Yeah. How, how has he progressed as far as that's concerned? Really nice. You know, Mike's, uh, you've probably seen him walking around. He looks good. He's really moving well. His foot turnover speed, his understanding. Uh, it's really, really, he's doing a great job. Um, and uh, he's, he's really worked hard at it, you know, which is cool. Is there a weight that you want on that? Or? You know, my thing is, is I've coached guys that have been. 380 plus pounds, you know, and, and uh, you don't want to fixate on the weight because they'll start to fixate, oh, gosh, I'm not good enough, I can't move it this way. Hey, w- how well can you move at this particular weight and then go from there? You know, it's just uh, if you're good at X amount of weight and you can block somebody, you can pick up a pressure, you can you know, three technique cross your feet, you can cover them up, like, you know, those are the things you look for. You just don't want to put a number on them. Going back to, to Pat, he's seven months in the program now. How has he built relationships as a new coordinator, passing new coordinator? You know, guys like Bolton Spade, Brandon Peters, John O'Corn. Why is that important to really forge that relationship? I think it's, I mean, right away, I mean, when Pep walks in the room, he's just a wealth of knowledge. Mm-hmm. You know, he demands from those guys. Uh, he understands uh, the different scenarios and the answers to the problems of the matchups. And you'll be just, and, and, he, and he just, he, he coaches those kids just like you know, those young men, just like his own son, his daughter. You know, he's very loving, very caring, very passionate. And, uh, you know, obviously you can judge a person's heart 10 feet away. You can tell when a person's got a good heart. And uh, Pep's got a golden heart. I mean, it's unbelievable. What are your thoughts on the disappearance of two days? And do you have to structure things differently at all because of that? Uh, you know, I, I think. Uh, uh, it's good. I, I really like this plan. You know, the day off, I think that gives those guys to, you know, get their thoughts clear, get their off their feet, get their, their rehab and, and feel fresh they come back in. Um, I love the way we do it. There's no time restriction. So we're going we're gonna to meet, we're going to practice, we're going to walk through. Um, you know, it really gives you a battle rhythm. Uh, and I think it's really good that we got to come to camp a week earlier, uh, especially this young football team, to get started. Uh, so I think it's everything – is really, really positive and feel really good about it. Jim talked at the media days about consolidating the staff. You guys have three guys back there. I think you've had that graduate coordinating experience. How do you keep from having kind of too many coaches there? Uh, it's not. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, when you get uh, guys that are uh, really good at what they do um, and uh, with their expertise, I think uh, it, when you collaborate, you come up with different ideas, it just becomes stronger, the ideas. Um, and it's, uh, you know, Great coaches are great coaches. I mean, 
you can't have enough of them. So um, I think that uh, as we push forward here, there's just great ideas coming out, and we're coaching, and guys are liking it. You can tell. Do you feel like you complement each other with your backgrounds? A- absolutely. I, you know, with Coach Fry coming in, it's nice. It's you know me being the offense coordinator with Coach Fry helping with the offense line and breaking things up. That's really refreshing and. And, uh, you know, with his background and some single-back things that he's done in Indiana, uh, the great lineman that he's coached, uh, the expertise of some of the tackles he's coached has been great. With Pep, you know, with us working together in 2010 at Stanford and the different ideas that we did there, uh, it's really, really good. And, um, you know, just we, comp- we all complement each other. And, and I, I really love the offensive staff. I love who they are as people. I love who they are as coaches. Um, I love the wealth of knowledge, and and Jay Harbaugh and Scott Scott Turner. I mean, you got Al Nether, GA. I mean, I mean there's a, they're all very good. Well, some seniors uh, outside and that tight end. Can you talk about some of the players that are taking advantage of the opportunities they're getting so far in camp. Yeah, I mean the five wide receivers that we signed. I mean, we are really explosive outside with great speed. You know, with Keiko Crawford and and uh, you know DPJ Donovan People Jones. You know, Grant Perry, uh, you know, just all those. It's it's a really good core guys. Tight end wise, you know, T.J. Wheatley and Ian Bunting, uh, Sean McCune. Uh, you, you know, you look at those guys; they're very complement each other very well. It's it's what what we're trying to build concept wise with our system, so they fit in well with what we need. So how how have the changes? I mean, we you mentioned you know with Greg and then Jay, first time running backs coach. How how the offensive uh, coaching changes? Does it influence the way that you know, does it change the way you're going to do things, I guess? Um, no, I mean, I am who I am. I, I think that I'll be a better coach because of it, because of the wealth of knowledge. And, and with Jay working with the running backs, he's done a great job. I mean, those running backs understand the assignments and what we're doing. Um, so it's going to make us better as a team. It's going to make me better as a coordinator and make us all better coaches. What do you think of the with Greg and, and Jay kind of the tandem on the run game, the, the emphasis on there? What do you think of that? Great, outstanding, really good. You mentioned earlier about Mason being able to play all five spots. There's a bunch of guys all over the country moving tackle center, center to guard. Do you think offensive line are more versatile today? And do you see that changing? And why do you think that is? Yeah, I think in college football they can be, just because sometimes the guy across the line is not playing with the measurables that you are in the NFL because they have a standard of the arm length and at the defensive end spot. Um, but when you're a good athlete and you're a good offensive lineman, in college football, you should be able to play all five. And even in the NFL, you know, if a guy's athletic enough, you're not going to put a short-arm guy at left tackle or the right tackle spot, but you can see those characteristics and skill sets that make them special. Just athletic ability. Athletic ability is huge. And, you know, and, and I think in the offensive line is, is you know, be able to see the, the, the screen move and be able to adjust, have football awareness is huge. Jimmy, can you have more guys other than Mason right now that can do that, that can play maybe four spots in yeah, I'd have to sit here and think about it. I think that, yeah, there's there's guys here. More than I have, yeah, because their athletic ability, you know, and uh, the strength and the power that they play with, yes. We've got time for a couple more questions. So where's Cesar Ruiz getting into all this? He's doing outstanding. Um, Cesar had a nice summer. Uh, you know, he's a guy that could play inside, could be a center, could be a guard. Um, you know, he's... Uh, Really understanding what we're doing. He's far farther along as a freshman, you know, coming in mid-year. Uh, does a nice job when we're teaching these concepts in the room, in the classroom. 
be able to come up with an answer and think quickly on his feet. So. Yeah. I think Camp he was talking about the, the he was used to the structure coming from IMG. So mm -hmm. coming here, you know, the, the schedule and everything wasn't too much. But speed-wise, of course, I mean, how how is he kind of early on? How is he adapted just to the college speed? Very nicely. You still letting those freshmen, the, the, the latest arrivals, are they still looking at the capital? Are you trying to get them in that response? I know you said the spring you're going to start with Chuck and Amy and Warnford. Yeah, we're, we're tackles and some guards okay. spots. Yeah, we, we usually restrain from a center spot because that's really a lot of thinking because, you know, that's a, the quarterback and the center usually working in tandem and direction, directing traffic and things. So, Thank you for listening to the UMGoBlue.com podcast. All rights reserved. Search for UMGoBlue.com on iTunes. Go Blue.